Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today we are here with Angel Stories and to really go into some deeper discussion on the grief journey with Cheryl. Cheryl is a team member that I brought onto my team. She is part of our new Angel Wellness Center, which is a completely online center that I started because my sessions have been booking up. You know, I only put them out if you sign up for our monthly email, you get an email once a month that says, hey, we've got some sessions available. And I try to do as many sessions as I can, but still all of them were getting booked up within like a half an hour of putting that email out. And so Spirit really called upon my heart, laid upon my heart um, to start this Angel Wellness Center and to bring students who have gone through my Angel Reiki school, through the Angel membership, onto the team so that they can be working with you and that you have a place to find people, healers, spiritual healers, who are God-based, who are only going to bring through positive information to you. And that's really important to me because I have seen over and over and over again where people reach out every single week and they say, I went to see this healer and they brought through all of this negative stuff and I just can't shake this energy. I just am totally living in fear now that this is going to be my life. And spirit doesn't bring bring through negative information, okay? So all of the healers that I train, that I brought upon my team, do not bring through any negative information. It's only loving, positive messages from your angels, your loved ones, your guides on the other side. And everybody's unique. I love it because everybody has their own different gifts. And you really see that come through in the Angel Reiki School. So Cheryl's here today. Cheryl, tell everybody where you're from and what your spiritual gifts are. I live in Maine, in Freeport, Maine, on the coast. And I am like an intuitive angel healer, Reiki healer. I bring in messages, not only from your angels and your spirit team, but your loved ones as well. And we usually, you know, after you've been with me for a little bit, my goal is that when you leave, you'll be a little bit lighter, a little more at peace and can just kind of go forward, forward, I should say, you know, in your journey. Amazing. Amazing. Well, and talk to us about this, because I really want to be transparent with everybody. How, like, what's the percentage on how often do loved ones come through in your sessions? I would say I usually bring in a loved one every session. Okay. Every session. And what I try to tell them is when I start with them, you may not get the person that you're hoping to get to come through, but the person that comes through with the messages is the person that you need to hear from at that moment. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And that's so, so true. What I love about your sessions too, and I've seen this in different healers, right? Different spiritual healers have different flow to how their sessions go. And we talk about that a lot in the Angel Reiki School, really defining the flow of your session. With you, your session works where you kind of talk to people a little bit at the beginning and and it's to go even deeper, right? There's only mm-hmm. so much that you can break apart and put back together for a client in a 55-minute session. So when somebody comes to you and at the beginning you say, all right, what are you struggling with? What's going on? You're able to really go deeper into those topics for them. And what I really love about your session is then after that, you have a good stretch of time where you're really kind of in this silent energy healing and you kind of come back in and out in and out and you're walking people through what it is that you're doing and it's wild because when you say that you're in the crown chakra you feel and this is all via distance right this is all Mm -hmm. over zoom but I like feel your hands like in my crown chakra and you hold one of the highest vibrations I've ever felt then when you go okay well now I'm in your heart chakra you feel even before you say it you can feel your energy move and you can feel it as a client where you're working so you go through this stretch of energy healing and then at the end there are some healers spiritual healers who are able to bring through messages very succinctly, very like compact, but very profoundly, right? In a short Mm -hmm. stretch of time. So you're able to come in the last 15, 20 minutes and go boom, 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 boom. This is what, you know, spirits messages are for you. And it's like, wow, there's so much healing that comes in with that because what you're saying is, and you, I'm just like, my mouth is on the floor. Every time I have a session with you, it's like, yes, 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 yes. And then you're able to leave that session being like, okay, spirit really does know what's going on in my life. And this is like people coming to you, right? Mm -hmm. I've heard from so many people who are able to step away from a session with you going, spirit knows. Spirit knows everything that's going on. I can mm-hmm. relax. I can live in ease. I can have that peace because they've got it. Yes, absolutely. They're with us all the time. And you just have to remind people and kind of help them open their eyes up to see, see all of their spirit team that's already around them. And that's one of the things that I like to work with, you know, clients with too, is I'll say, you know, when this happens, tap into that. When you hear a particular song or you see a certain set of numbers or you see that feather, go with it. You, that's a sign. They're just saying, they may just be popping in to say hello. Right. Tell people this too. Talk to people about how you got into this because your story is so unique too. You lost your mom and your daughter within a very short period of time. And if people are like, wow, you know, I've heard Cheryl on the podcast before. Yes, you have. She's come on and she's, she's talked before, but I wanted to have you back on today because your message is just so powerful. You've been able to move through the grief process in a way where I've gotten to work with you for years and who you are today is completely different from who you were when you first came in Mm -hmm. to work with me. And I can't speak from that perspective because I haven't been through it. And selfishly, I never want to go through what you went through. And I I hate to say it that way, but I just talk to people about your story. Yes. So I did, I've done this work now for 20 plus years. And then when I had those losses in such a short period of time, it really kind of threw me for a loop and it was difficult. And, And I'm not saying I lost my faith or anything like that. I still had that. I just didn't feel like I could connect anymore. And I missed that so much being able to connect with others And every now and then I would feel my mom or I'd feel Kim around, but, you know, it wasn't on a regular basis. And and that's not where I wanted to go anyway, because I know that 
sometimes as a healer or an intuitive, it's, it's difficult for you to hear your own family members on the other side. So, but you can pick up everyone else's just like that. But I just wanted to feel alive again. And I wanted to get back to doing something that I had done before that I loved because it did. It brought me so much joy to bring healing and, and peace to other people yeah. and to be able to connect with them. So I felt like I had to go through the process. I had to go through the grieving process. And, you know, I would try all kinds of different things, you know, books and everything to read, to try to get through it and, you know, meditate and everything. And it just, nothing was really, truly connecting. And I listened to all your podcasts and everything, and they were helpful and they were comforting. And then one day you mentioned about starting up the angel membership course. And I thought, that's what I need. And it was perfect timing because we were in the middle of COVID and nobody was getting together. So to have that group of women that got together either, you know, every week or every you other week. You mean the Angel Reiki School. You said um, Angel Membership. Right. Angel there was Reiki that. And, and yeah, there yeah. was Angel Membership. And then there was the Angel Reiki School. Yeah. Um, and so then, you know, after I was in the Angel Membership for a little bit, and it was just a short period of time. I felt the nudge from spirit to go into angel Reiki school. Oh, and okay. yeah. yeah. So, and, you know, and I was like, well, I was already a Reiki master and I was already connected, but you know what? Spirit was like, yeah, no, this is going to take it to a whole nother level, Cheryl. You have to take it. And it was, it was, you know, I thought, well, I'll just wait another month. No, no nudge. Just like the child, mom, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Yeah. So I signed up and took it. And oh my goodness, I have to say, right from the very beginning, you know, I could already start from the angel membership. I was already starting to feel the movement. Like my oneness was starting to come back. I was starting to be connected a little bit more and being able to hold that connection longer. But once the angel Reiki started up and I started doing sessions with people and you know and you just helped bring it all back together again and you helped marry the two loves that I love that I liked and that was Reiki sessions and working with your angels and bringing in message messages so it was just it was perfect and you know and I will say and I, I say this all the time and people probably think I'm silly but I flew out of my office and ran down to the house. And I said to my husband, I said, all my engines are firing. I, you know, I was connecting with everyone, every single person that I worked with during my whole angel Reiki school training, I was connecting with, and I was connecting with their loved ones and I was connecting with their energy. And yeah, there were people out there that, you know, are a little skeptical of, you know, how do you do that through virtual you know, you have to be in person, don't you? No way. Not at all. And, you know, and, and I'll be the first one to say in the very beginning, I was like, really through Zoom, you think that's going to work? But I've actually benefited from sessions from your students. And I, the same way I felt like, you know, when they're pulling up on my crown that I can definitely feel the energy. So that the Angel Reiki School just brought everything together, tied it right up in a little bow, and handed it back to me and said, here you go, run with it. Friends, it's September, and I wanted to pause here for a moment to let you know that we're keeping enrollment open for the 12-week Healing Your Inner Child course, which started September 6th. This course is one of my deepest courses that I've led, and what it does is take you on this incredible journey of understanding yourself more deeply by understanding your ancestors and how their journey ties in with yours. You can sign up for this 12-week course at 
anytime through my website, theangelmedium.com. Three more quick things. If you'd like to develop your spiritual gifts, you can join the upcoming class of my Angel Reiki School. If you'd like to book a session with me or one of the healers on my team who've gone through my Angel Reiki School and are now part of my online Angel Wellness Center, you can do so on my website. Lastly, the book will be coming out in November and it'll be up for pre-sale by September 9th this month on Amazon. It's called Angels and Awakening, just like this podcast. Friends, your support helps me produce this podcast. Thank you so much for being our angels by listening, sharing, and supporting this show. And that was like one of the best compliments I think I've ever gotten is like to see you say I'm back, you know, and to feel your energy again, because losing your mom and losing your daughter in such a close period of time, I I don't know. And I give you like all the credit in the world, because I don't know that I could have ever come out of my house again. You know, like, I don't understand what that would feel like. And, and to feel your energy at the beginning and just to pray with you for so long for years and then to see it all come together and click like I'm just going to start to cry right now because it was like the most beautiful thing and I'm so so excited and grateful to have you as part of this team with the Angel Wellness Center. And whenever I say wellness or healer, friends, I always mean spiritual healing, spiritual healer, spiritual wellness. But Cheryl, I'm so grateful to have you as part of this team because I really see you as like, what do they call that? Like when you're an actor, a singer and something else, it's like you're a triple threat, right? Or they say that that's how you are as a healer, because you have this perspective of energy healing over decades, right? And you can really get in and work with somebody and you can feel the energy so palpably through you. And yet you can also have people come to you who are going through the grief process to you. Like, I know that there might be people listening right now who just want to book a session with you because they're standing in your shoes and they're saying, well, I've lost somebody and I don't know if I'm ever going to get back to the person that I was. Mm -hmm. And spirit really called you to be a part of this team in order to be there for those people too, and to just be part of their journey, because I wanted it so bad for you, right? Like the first time that we met of just like that transition overnight into I'm back, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't happen overnight. It's a journey. And can you speak to people a little bit about the journey and the process? You know, as you were talking, I was reminded of shortly after Kim had passed, I have a friend that lives in town here and, you know, she, she stopped over. She brought me over soup. I think it was at the time. I don't remember. There was so much food coming in and I certainly um, wasn't in the mood for eating, but I think it was soup that she brought in and um, sat and talked with me. She had children that was in the school system and everything. And then every now and then she would just check in with me throughout that summer. And Kim, certainly she passed the end of June and we didn't get around to actually being able to celebrate her, her life until August because we had to have family members come in and other things had to, you know, be put into place as well. So she kept checking in on me throughout that period. And about, I would say it was probably about a week before we had Kim's celebration of life. I get this text from her and she says, I'm on my way to the river and I know he's already gone. And I was like, I was immediately covered in chills and I knew what she meant. She had just lost her son. It it was crazy. And, and she, you know, he was, he was a beautiful soul. He was 17 years old and it was just a freak accident. You know, 
out on a, one of those rope swings and had been doing it all day. And this one time he did it, it was just a freak accident. And so, you know, I immediately reached out to her and everything. And, and, you know, our bond all of a sudden just became that much tighter and everything. And I just said, Kim is there. He, she's waiting for steel. She'll be there to greet him. <laughs> and so, you know, Steele was, was, had his celebration of life. Actually, I think Kim's was two weeks. We were two weeks before Kim Steele, Kim's celebration of life. So Steele had his celebration of life a week later after his passing. And he, he is buried just a, I say a couple of doors down because I don't like to use the word plots. Yeah. He's buried a couple of doors down from Kim. And so when, you know, they had the celebration for Steele and then the week later we had the celebration for Kim. And so we all had roses that we laid on Kim's stone. And before I left, I made sure I took one over and put one on Steele's. Mm-hmm. And we just have always looked out for each other. And we always, you know, whenever we go to water plants out there, you know, we take care of each other. We always visit in on each other's children while we're there. And I, it may sound silly to some people, but it's, it's, it's what we do for each other to get through this. And I know that I reach out to her as well and, and throughout the whole period. And she does the same for me. We'll check in on major holidays and birthdays and anniversaries. And, you know, we're thinking, you know, I'm thinking of you, you know, and we haven't got to the point yet where her and I will go for a walk over there. My husband and I will go for a walk over there quite often. It's very peaceful and just very nice and just relaxing. Yeah, I mean, that was our connection. And and I have another very good friend in town who also lost her son about, I would say, four months prior to Kim passing. And she and I had been friends for a while. And again, that just brought us to a whole nother level and a whole nother connection. And, you know, it's just... You, you develop these bonds and these friendships and it just, it's comforting to have that because they know when you're talking, they know it, there's, there's a safety net there. You can say whatever you want to say yeah, and they get it. Yeah. You know? Is that what it feels like? It, does it feel like you have to filter around everybody else? I no, I, I try not to filter. But, and I don't want anyone to filter around me either, you know, and there, there were times in the beginning, I will say, you know, when you're standing there talking with somebody um, and they're like, oh, my kid, you know, they drive me nuts and da, 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 da. And I'm thinking to myself, be thankful that they're driving you nuts. Be thankful that you can go and hug them and, and everything. I think that was the biggest thing that I missed the most was that I would call my mom on the way into work sometimes and on the way home because I had about a half hour commute both ways and I'd call her and talk with her on the way in and then when she you know and it would either be her or Kim that I would talk to and then when she passed I said well Kim you're my daily commuter now you're going to talk with me now every single day when she passed I had no one to talk and I just remember one time driving home and it, and it hit me that I didn't have anyone to talk to yeah. and I was driving and I had my hand on the console of the car and I said Kim I said if I want to know if you're at peace and I want to know that you're okay and immediately I felt like somebody was holding my hand and I, I knew that. And I said, Kim, I feel you holding my hand right now. And I said, if this is you, give me a sign. And a car went by and it had the, their license plate said KLM. And 
the Kim is Kim and the L was Lynn and M was picking up my main name Meyer which mm -hmm. was also bringing in my mom so that just you know brought everything together and I said Kim thank you for that validation and you know it's like I call upon them all the time you know I mean I was test driving a car a week or so ago and I'm driving and I'm like Kim what do you think is this the car for me or not and I immediately got this download. Yes, this is the car for you. Pick it up. So when I picked it up on Friday, my first place to go was to visit Kim and, oh. and say, Kim, here it is. What do you think? And I, it was funny. I, I took a, a snapped a picture of it and I happened to be over by where Kim is and I tried to make sure it wasn't you know with a lot of stones and stuff in the background but it, it's just so pretty over there and one of the ladies that I mentioned that also had lost her son said did you take it over to show Kim and I said yeah I did <laughs> <laughs> so that's amazing you know as I've been preparing in different ways and doing research in different ways for different courses that we've run this year. One of the pieces of information that I came across is we teach differently as spiritual healers based on our own perspective. And some people will teach you don't, and this is my philosophy at first, you don't have to go to the grave site in order to connect with your loved one on the other side. But I've run into, and it's really been like the angels bringing this in in different formats over the last couple of months, different research that says, or different healers that say, and now you, that going to the grave site actually makes you connect with their presence in a way if you're not used to connecting with their presence if you don't mm -hmm. know what that feels like and actually is symbolic in the ceremony of it of just going to visit the person of the intent behind it of just making time to spend with them and so we can't look at it and say well don't go like right. if it's beneficial for you go like that that is okay it absolutely i'm i usually will draw stop up there once a week and and it, it's only because she's so close by and i want to water her plants but it's also just it's such a peaceful place to go for a walk and, you know, I mean, some people might think it's a little off-putting to walk through a cemetery, but I've kind of always done that growing up. I grew up near a cemetery, so I would walk through the cemetery all the time. I, I feel at ease. I feel comfortable there. Yeah. Um, I'm not afraid of, of dying. I'm not afraid of death. And, and I think having experienced these two deaths so closely. My mom's, she died of renal failure and I saw the progression happening in such a short period of time. But then to have Kim's just come out of the blue, that one threw me for a loop. But it helped make me stronger and helped make me realize that death is not the end. Yeah. You know, they may not physically be here. And yes, they may not be able to, you know, answer every one of your questions or you can talk to them for every little thing that you always used to or go to them or, you know, have Thanksgiving dinner with them where they cook their favorite dish or whatever. But you can be with them. And I think my experiences and, and training and stuff with the, with the angels and my connection with God and, and oneness and everything has helped me with that. I can talk with them. I can, you know, I feel them. I feel their answers. I hear their answers. I know that they're at peace. Yeah. And I know that if there's something I, you know, big to ask them, I can ask them and I can, I feel their answers and I can sense their answers. And you know, and I've been able to do that with like coworkers who have lost loved ones and said, you know, hey, you know, your your dad's popping in right now and he just wants you to know that you're on the right path here. 
you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know, but there are different things like that that pop in. So I, I feel comfortable, you know, working with them and, you know, I, I'd like to actually take that training a little bit further down the road to even help people more with, you know, the grieving process yeah. than what I'm doing now. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. You'd be so good at that, Cheryl. This just popped in my head. So a few years ago, it was probably, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, maybe, well, maybe more like eight or so years ago. I happened to be with this group of ladies. We would get together once a month and, you know, and just, you know, meditate, do things. And it was just so, it was, it was a great little sisterhood. And I remember we were in a meditation. I had a very close friend of mine whose son was in the hospital, wasn't doing so well. And he came to me in the meditation and I kept telling him, it's not your time. You can't do this right now. And I was talking with him and everything during the meditation. And long story short, he did pass a few hours later that evening. But I remember talking with the woman who used to facilitate our little group. And she said, you know, have you considered being like a death doula or doing training in that? And I'm like, no, gosh, no. <laughs> I'm all about the living. Yeah. And, you know, it. It's funny how I go back to that and she had tapped into something. She saw something that was showing up in me that I hadn't even seen yet. And it, it took, it took the grieving process, I think, of going through with, with grieving for my mom and with Kim to realize and bring it all together. So. You know, that's a huge point that you just hit on that I'm sure a lot of listeners are kind of in the midst of that lesson, because I had something happen. And actually, I have the tape of it, too. I want to find I have this cassette tape that's right next to me. It says clairvoyant reading, Julie Harris, 83107. And it was the time that I went to an aura reader, not realizing that they're very intuitive too and they're going to bring in messages as well and he had said during the session I believe he said something like you know you're you're a healer you're intuitive and you could do this work too and I thought like no that's never happening like I'm on track with my career and I remember like before I left he made a point and he said it again it was the last thing he said before I stepped out the door he goes you think you can't do this, but you really can. And he said, you haven't made the decision yet on whether or not you're going to, but he said, you could absolutely do this work. And I remember thinking again, like, like no fucking way. Right. Cheryl, like, like, like this guy is up. What does he know at Mm -hmm. all? And then life has these different directions that they want to take us. And we go in this completely different direction. And we don't always have to go through something negative to get there, but life takes us in a different direction. And we're like, oh, Mm -hmm. they were tapping into something years upon years upon years in advance. Absolutely. You know, I, I actually started training and, or not training. I started becoming curious of all of this, like years and years ago, like when I was probably in my late teens. And then when I get into my twenties, I was kind of interested in it. And the thing was, is I'd get into it and I'd start to get interested and I'd be like, I'd have my, like my great grandmother, who is like this deacon in the church go, no bad bad girl and I'd put it up on the on the shelf and be like no I can't touch this and then you know years would go by and I'd be like you know I'm really interested in this again so I'd pull it back down and then I'd start she'd be like no 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 and then I'd put it back up because I felt like I wasn't honoring her beliefs and I I wasn't sure if I was on the right track or what and then finally the last time I pulled it down and I was like Now, hold on a second. Yes. This is all God related. This isn't, you know, negativity or anything. This is all oneness, pure light, and all about love. 
and I never put it back on the shelf. And that was over 20 years ago. So I've never heard somebody put it in that way, but that's exactly the process of what it is. We're so programmed based on the religious beliefs of our ancestors from any religious upbringing that we might have, that this is bad, this is negative, this isn't of God. And you get into oneness, this this highest vibration that is this glorious energy. And you're like, this is God's energy, like through and through beyond a shadow of a doubt, I might not know anything else, but being in this energy, there is no negativity. There is just love and joy and peace and bliss and ease Mm -hmm. and grace. There's nothing else. Like, how can this not be of God? Like, like I imagine this is the most heavenly vibration I've ever felt. And you're right. You get to a point where you're like, no, this is my path. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and there's no looking back mm-hmm. because you, you know, you've found what it is. That not that it's not scary because it no, can be scary no. too. No. Like it's mm-hmm. scary to like talk to your family members about it. It's yeah. scary to like to have those conversations with your friend. I started this journey when my daughter like was just the summer before she was going into kindergarten and she's going to be a fifth grader and it's taken me this long to be semi-comfortable with people calling me a medium which is true but I just don't use the term all the time so we're at this like ice cream social before school's gonna start and you know we just moved into this new neighborhood and one of the people come up and he goes, Hey, you're the medium, right? And I was like, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> and it was the first time that I didn't like look around and be like, okay, who just heard that? And how are they going to judge me? And, you know, like mm-hmm. paper it down and, and make it to be like less. I was like, no, like, let's just own this. Let's just accept this and, mm-hmm. and just go with it. Yeah. It's true. I, you know, at, in my daytime job, I yeah. have a bowl of crystals on my desk. And so all of the the ladies all know what I do. And they've, they've all had sessions with me. And so sometimes they'll come over and I'm like, you're having a bad day, aren't you? And I'll go here, take this crystal, go back, just call in your loved ones and your angels and your spirit team and just take a moment. And they'll come back after us and they're like, oh my goodness, I feel so much better. And I'm like, okay, well, you know where they are. You know where I am. So oh, yeah, that's always... so much better than a bowl of candy. Why didn't anybody think of this before? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I had one coworker one day came over and he was like, you know, he was really having a bad day and everything. And I said, okay. So I started giving him the different crystals that are associated with each chakra. And I'm like, hold this one. I go, what are you feeling? He says, I feel burning. I said, okay. So I set it down this side. I said, now hold this one. So what are you feeling? He goes, nothing. I said, all right. So I put it over here. So we went down through all the different, you know, stones that were associated. And I said, okay. So we took the ones that he felt the hotness on. And I said, now let's talk about these. And I think one was his throat chakra. And I said, you need to find your voice. You need to, you need to hear, they need to be able to, you need to be able to speak. And so we just talked about, he goes, yes, yes, exactly. And so every shocker we hit that he felt the hotness on the stone was exactly what he needed to hear. Mm. That's amazing. That's amazing. So I know that you have a couple of angel stories too. I wondered if you could share those with us. Sure, sure. So I remember... This was one um, that had done probably maybe six years ago, maybe not quite that long ago. And I was going to do a a group reading. I I was, my friend was having a group of ladies to her house and I was her surprise guest. And I had never really done a huge group reading. So I was really nervous and there were many times throughout the day or leading up to that day, I just wanted to say, I don't feel well, I can't go. <laughs> and 
yeah, I'm great one-on-one, but a group, I was like, oh, you know, so I went ahead and I'm driving and I'm, I'm big on when I do do those readings that I'll, I will meditate and I'll ask, you know, what's the theme of the day? You know, is there any special messages that need to come forward that I need to be, you know, conscious of? and everything and so I had done it and so I'm on my way up and I'm driving up to um, this woman's house and I said well you know what was the message for the day and I said is there anyone special that's going to be coming in do you have any messages and I immediately got the word silver fox and I said oh okay silver fox which in my mind made me think of an older distinguished the good looking man, you know, with the silver hair. And so I was like, okay. And I take a deep pass and, and how did you pass? And it was, I got, it was very quick. And so then I started to ask more questions and, and yes, I was driving while I was doing this. So I can multitask. And all of a sudden it was like, the messages were coming through scramble, just like um, a radio station when you were trying to tune in a radio station back in the day and you had the dial. So I was getting into the town that I had to pay attention to directions and said, all right, I get it. You don't want to talk anymore. That's fine. So we get to the, the gathering and everything and we're having, you know, dinner and everything. And so she announces me and, and explains who I am and what I do and everything. And this is this woman sitting next to me and I'm looking at her and I'm like, huh, something about her and you know and I I wasn't really sure what it was but there was just something about her and I didn't know but there was just something there yeah so I started doing the readings and and we set it up so I was doing I think there was like maybe 15 girl 15 ladies there so I would do individual readings for all of them they would come in and, and I'd sit down and we would just do individual readings and every single one, you know, I'd have a loved one come in and they'd be like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, yes. And, I, you know, I'd hear them go out and they'd say, oh my gosh, she brought, brought through my grandmother or she brought through this person or whatever. And so, and I, and like I did with you, I always start everything off with a small little meditation and a little grounding and everything. So about third or fourth one in was this lady that happened to be sitting next to me. She comes in. And so we start off and we're doing this and I'm not even halfway through the meditation grounding piece that I do. And I get this tapping on the shoulder. It's me. It's me. I'm Silver Fox. This is, this is my wife. Tell her I'm here. And I'm like, you know, pushing it off. I've got to finish. I have to finish doing what I'm doing. And I was like, no, no, come on. I need to talk with her, please. Let her know I'm here. So I, I pull back and I say, because I'm holding their hands, I pull back and I say, I'm so sorry, but I've got spirit coming here and they just want to talk. How does Silver Fox associate with you? And she goes, my gosh, that's my husband. Mm. Her husband had passed. And I didn't even know that. I mean, I knew he was saying it, but, mm, you know, but yeah. she said it was her husband that had passed. Yeah. And so then she you know I just went on and gave her a lovely reading and everything and it was just amazing that there was that connection and that I had gotten probably an hour earlier and it was a message that I was going to be connecting with her and she had remarried and he just wanted her to know that he was okay with it all and he he approved of who she remarried and everything and wanted her to know that he was with her all the time. And so when she went out, because I was just in another room so you could hear everything, I heard her go, oh my gosh, you're not going to believe this. So, you know, she told everyone what happened. That evening, I went ahead, I think we started the readings probably about six, seven o'clock. And there was like 15 people there, maybe 12. And every reading lasted anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes. So you do the math. I wasn't out of there at home until probably about two in the morning. Oh and my gosh. Every single person, you know, I kept going out thinking, uh, there's, you know, they're going to leave. They're going to go. It's getting late. <laughs> no, they were still there. 
you know, and I was like, oh my gosh. So at the very end, the hostess came and she goes, I hate to ask, but can I get one too? And I'm like, sure, of course. You oh know, Julie, I could have flown home. I was on such a high oh and I was on such a high after that. And it was just, my spirit team was there in, in just full, full on there. And oh my goodness. I love that. I love that. It's so, so fun. I had a reading one time, like a, a party that I did at this woman's house. And she's like, okay, well, there's going to be about seven to eight people there. I said, great. And so I go and, you know, it's so much fun. You're totally right. When that validation comes in and, you know, spirit is just on point all night. She's like, my neighbors all want to come over. <laughs> Can they come over too? And you're right. It's like, I think it doubled the number of people, you know, because they were like, well, can so-and-so come? And can so-and-so come? And can, you know, it's so much fun. Oh my goodness. We got to talk afterwards. You're giving me ideas. So that's a beautiful, beautiful angel story. I'm wondering if there's any kind of closing information that spirit is just kind of asking you to bring through today. Just to, if you feel called and you watch the signs, watch for the signs. The signs are there. Your loved ones are with you all the time, you know? And I, I remember one time, one morning, and this was probably not too long ago, I had gotten up early. It was probably a Sunday morning. It was probably early five o'clock in the morning or whatever. Everyone else was sleeping. And I just laid on the couch and I cried and cried and cried. It was just, I, I needed it. Because even though you're never through the grief, you, yeah. you're just never through it. And it will hit you now and then. And you just have to own it. And you just have to go with it. And it won't last. It would, it just, you know, just let your, allow your, your body and yourself to cry and grieve. So I did. And, you know, and I just said how I missed, missed having my, my female team with me, my mom, my grandmother, my daughter, they were gone. And so I finished crying and console, you know, got up, went out in the kitchen, got something to drink. And I came back in and there was a white feather on the floor. And you know what? People can say, oh, it was from a, it was probably from a pillow or something. It probably worked its way out. No, I'm not going to believe that. It was, it was my little, my little spirit team of little, lovely little lady angels up there that look out after me. And they just, they were just letting me know they were there and that they're always there. And I think that would be the biggest message is your loved ones are always with you and your angels are always with you. You know, whenever I'm, before I go into anything big at my day job, I'll sit there, I'll call in Archangel Michael, hey, help me through this. And I always make sure once that event's over with, I thank you. And that, and I do that when I, on my daily morning prayers. The first thing I do when I pray to to God or the angels or anything, I thank them for everything they've done for me, everything they're going to do for me, and everything that they're doing right that moment. When I go to them, the first thing I need to do is just honor their presence and honor what they've done. Yeah. So, Cheryl, one more question is coming up, which is, you know, you've taken both the angel membership and the Angel Reiki School for some people. And the difference is the Angel Reiki School is about your spiritual gifts and Mm -hmm. developing, refining your spiritual gifts, knowing exactly what they are. The Angel Membership is really about like a year-long spiritual journey where you're with your angels, getting to know different angels for the, the year, getting to really ground into oneness energy, getting to really self-explore mm-hmm. and know yourself through and through, know your spirit team. For somebody who's like, I know I'm a healer. I know that I'm supposed to be on this journey. I don't know which one to do first. What What do you say? It's funny. I said the same thing. I, you know, which one do I do first? And I started off with the angel membership because I wanted that connection. I wanted, 
I like the fact that each month there was something different and unique to study and 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 really kind of grasped on. I like the connection that we had with our weekly calls and you know the community that we we grew and all of the the audios and the videos that we would get to listen to those were amazing and I think you know I guess it would go back and forth I guess it would depend on where you are spiritually and where you are in your development I think if you're just starting off in your development and you're like just baby steps into it, I would start off with the angel membership, but don't be surprised if you're a month or two into it and spirit's going, yeah, okay, now you need to do the angel Reiki course because this is where you're going. Um, And I would say if you're like, if you're really feeling it and comfortable and everything and you're ready to get that next level, then go to angel Reiki and then do angel membership maybe. That's perfect. And you know, for anybody wondering, you know, how, because we're going to be adding on throughout the year, more healers onto this team, my team through this online angel wellness center. If you want to be part of my team, what we need to see and part of the application process is you going through the angel membership for a full year and the angel Reiki school doesn't have to be in any particular order. You could start the angel membership, dive into angel Reiki school, and then go back to angel membership. But we do want to see you go through both because after that, you have everything that I know. (laughs) And I know through and through that you can be working with my clients and the people listening to this podcast. And I don't have to worry about a thing because by that time I know you through and through and I've, I've vetted you to that point. So that's kind of the process is going through both of the programs, then an application process. Yeah. So that's amazing. I'm so excited. Yeah. And, you know, and the other thing is, is what better way to just network with ladies that are in the same wavelength as you are, because, you know, just surrounding yourself with like-minded people and being able to have those laughs and cries with everybody. I mean, it's the best therapy. You know, I look, I, I totally, I look forward to the weekly calls and I look forward to the daily videos and audios and it just it helps it's just so gives you another little push throughout the day yeah that's amazing oh my goodness thank you so much Cheryl I just love working with you and I'm so excited for everybody in this community to get to have a session with you if you'd like to book a session with Cheryl you can go onto the website theangelmedium.com go to book a session in the tab bar and you'll scroll down and you'll see Cheryl's picture in there along with the rest of the team you just have to go and book a session with the healer that you most resonate with and you can be like Julie but when do I book a session when spirit calls you to when you can't get Cheryl out of your head and you're like keep thinking about this podcast, that's the time when they're saying, hey, we need to connect you with Cheryl because we're trying to bring messages into you through her. So thank you, Cheryl. I'm so grateful for you. you. I love you so much. Oh, I love you, Julie. Thank you for everything. Oh, you you too. All right, everybody, open up your heart to all of the unexpected blessings that your angels, loved ones, spirit on the other side are bringing into you today. All my love. Bye. Beautiful souls, if you enjoyed today's episode, please tell your people about it and share it on your social accounts. Friends, we're truly here to serve you. When I went through my spiritual awakening, there wasn't one book I could read or one place I could go to for all of the answers. I really had to piece them together myself. So what I did for you was create programs that I wish I had when I was awakening. For those who are seeking these same answers, I created a program called the Angel Membership with so many benefits. 
It walks you through 12 months of spiritual awakening with your angels and helps you to awaken fully yourself. You see, awakening isn't a one and done thing. There is a process to awakening, and this 12-month program walks you through it alongside your angels. In the angel membership, you also get access to a small group of peers to go through this experience with you. You get live access to me twice a month and so much more. For those who want to serve humanity by working as healers themselves but don't know what their gifts are or where to start, I developed my Angel Reiki School, which opens you to all of your God-given spiritual gifts, teaches you how to use them, and how to start a business for yourself. Students who go through both my Angel Reiki School and Angel Membership Program for at least one year are eligible to apply to be a healer in my online Angel Wellness Center and work alongside me. Friends, I touch on all of this and teach you how to connect with your angels in my new book titled Angels and Awakening. Yep, just like this podcast, the book is available for pre-sale starting September 9th, 2021 on Amazon. Friends, your support helps me produce this podcast. Thank you so, so much for being our angels by listening, sharing, and supporting this show. When you leave a five-star positive review, I enter your name into a monthly drawing to win a free session with me or an Angel Reiki School student. This month's winner is in the show notes. Now, here is a mini Angel Reiki meditation and visualization with your angels to help you lift your vibration and keep it that way the rest of the day. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. I want you to see yourself surrounded by angels. I want you to feel their warm, radiant, loving presence. And I want you to see yourself. It's December 15th, 2021. I want you to see yourself looking healthy, feeling healthy, mind, body, and soul. I want you to go inward and feel that you're so proud of yourself and all that you've been through, all that you've done, all that you've accomplished in 2021. And you're enthusiastically looking forward to 2022. Friends, I want you to connect with God, universe, source, energy, and just take a moment to give thanks Give thanks and gratitude for all of the blessings that have come your way and all of the blessings that you stand here right now in faith, knowing that they're on their way to you. Friend, as I lead you in this, your angels want you to ask God, universe, source, to show you what it wants for you in your life. See the big picture of what God, universe, source wants for you. I want you to pause and just allow the words, visions, feelings, or knowingness to come to you. And friend, when you connect with the other side, they will only give you positive, loving, messages. So just take that moment right now. What is it that God, universe, source wants for you in your life? Allow yourself to be open to it. Allow yourself to see it, hear it, feel it, get a knowingness of it. want you to ask God, universe, source, what is the next step I should take? 
Again, pause and allow the words, visions, feeling, knowingness to come to you and remember they're only positive, loving messages. What is it that you see, hear, feel, or get a knowingness of when you ask, what is the next step I should take? I want you to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and I want you to feel all the love that is surrounding you feel yourself lovingly surrounded by your angels friends they are guiding you directing you protecting you and they're giving you signs to validate to you that you're not walking this journey alone. Allow yourself to believe the signs that you see. Allow yourself to follow the callings of your heart responsibly with faith. And allow yourself to feel the loving presence of your angels and your loved ones as they guide you each and every day. Friends, I love you, they love you. Open up your heart to all of the unexpected blessings that are on their way to you right now.